For Truth with a Texas Twain, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio. We are just so glad you're here today. And I, I'm scrambling to remember what I usually say. It's 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 been kind of an interesting day. I knew it would be this way. Our favorite verse on this show is Luke 2.19. I don't want to forget to include that. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And we are pondering some amazing stuff today. And that's one reason I... I'm a little bit off center as we begin, but I'm bringing you an amazing guest and an amazing show today. My friend Deb Butterfield is on the show. I, I want to thank her for being here. Deb, thank you so much for joining me. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. And I want to mention Home Instead Senior Care because they're our sponsors, and I'm just so proud of the fact that they sponsor us every week. They provide trustworthy, kind-hearted senior home care services in your loved one's home. All caregivers are thoroughly screened, extensively trained, professional, and reliable. At Home Instead, it's about providing the highest quality home care services to fit you and your family's needs. Now, I I don't even know where to begin, Deb, to tell people how excited I am to have you on the show. So I'm just going to begin with a little bit of your resume. She is an author of uh, so many things, Seven Cheat Sheets to Cutting Editing Costs, Ava's Promise, Carried by Grace, a guide for mothers of victims of sexual abuse, and a number of, uh, there's a fiction story you can find, some anthologies, and lots of magazine published articles. And I'm sharing all that, but the one we want to talk about today is, is summed up in this Title Carried by Grace, a guide for mothers of victims of sexual abuse. So I knew this was going to be a serious show today, and I really wanted to um, just pray over it a lot. But what I want to share before I ask you to tell your story, Deb, is I first met Deb and didn't know her story. She was an editor and is the editor on a book that I'm working on called the Gentle Art of Companionship, communica- Communicating Your Way to a Delightful Marriage. And I loved her immediately. I love you, Deb, so much. And after we corresponded a few times, and she, I, she was like reading my book, which is a little bit like asking people to critique your ch- children. Then I began to, I know, then I, she's just laughing because she knows. Then I began to understand why she could handle my most tender things that stories and all that I shared in that book the way she did because she had her own story. And so she shared some of that with me and I immediately, immediately bought your book Deb online because I wanted to read it myself. And it was so comforting to me because you dealt with so many really profound universal truths. And then I understood you could handle the really that content packed book that I created. So that just reassured me on so many levels. And we're going to talk about that. One reason I feel really strongly about today's show is I have had this experience where a friend 
begins to open up and what they share with you is so horrifying you don't even know what to say to them. And that is when you find out that, that there is a small child who has been traumatized by sexual abuse and your friend is the mother and then you find out it's somebody in their family. And so I, I want to start there, but I want to say this. We've had this happen with people that we know and love, and we had no idea. There were no symptoms to give us a clue. This could happen anywhere to anyone and often does. And the way Christians respond is so crucial. So I know you're going to give us so much good information from your heart. And I, so I just want to ask you, what would be the first thing? Like, how do you reach out for help when you discover something this traumatizing is happening to your own child? Well, you basically you do. You have to reach out for help. And for me, I know I tried to keep it a secret for three long months. I just kept it all to myself and finally realized that I couldn't do that anymore. Um, and I opened up to my sister. Um, but you know, you mentioned uh, people opening up to you. And in all this time, I was thinking about it, you know, just before the interview that Women will often open up to me and say, I was sexually abused as a child. But in all these years, I've never had a mother tell me that they've, that their child has been abused. So it's interesting that you've had that experience. And yet I'm a mother talking about this subject and mothers aren't opening up to me. I I find that kind of interesting. Well, you know what I think part of what happens is, your child has already been assaulted and and traumatized. And so as a mom, you're going to protect that child at all costs. Greater sacrifice to yourself. You're going to be really afraid to say anything to anyone about it. So to me, I, I can hardly talk about this without crying. To me, it makes sense that that would be the additional burden that mothers would carry. There'd be the horror of finding out what's happened, but then additionally, they'd be very hesitant to share it with anyone. And that's why I think it's so important, the message that you have, because um, what you're telling women is you're not alone. And and I think everybody has experienced that. I want to read a quote from your book, if you don't mind. And I just want to say, I love your book because of the universal truths in them. You have so much wisdom when it comes to what it feels like to be infuriated and and rightfully so, and then to to deal with God in a, such a deep level that you are able to extend mercy and grace and forgiveness to someone who's hurt you and your child that severely. So you're, the the themes in your book are so great and deep, and I see those. I knew that about your life even when I first met you. I loved you. I didn't even know why. And then as I got to know more of your story, I began to understand how much victory you have. So I just want to read this in case anyone's listening and they're wondering, how could this happen in a Christian family and now what? So here's what Deb wrote in one page that I just loved. I pulled my knees tightly to my chest. I felt swallowed by darkness. Grief consumed me and fear of what was ahead nearly paralyzed me. This can't be happening. The day I drove to my husband's arraignment, the situation began to sink in. Seeing him in that felony orange jumpsuit mortified me. A waking nightmare had descended on our lives. Oh. 
So when I read that, I just, I just can hardly read it without crying. And there, and it's page after page like that in your book. But, but what I love about your life is how much victory and how God is using you. And so I want you to share a little bit, if you don't mind, in case someone is listening in today, my listening friends, if, if you're experiencing something similar to this, or if you have a, like me, if you have friends that are going through it, Deb is, she has got answers and she's got living proof in her life. She can help you. So where would you like me to start? <laughs> I want, I want you to start with, okay, so you finally shared it with your sister and then what happened? Well, tell us what happened a little bit. Like, how did you find out what was going on? I found out because my daughter was brave enough to come to me and tell me, um, that what had, what was going on. And, but I made, what I did was make the mistake of going to my husband on my own rather than bringing my daughter with me or bringing a friend with me. And what happened in that instance was that, I mean, no mother and wife wants to believe that their husband is doing this. So it was very easy for him to explain away what had happened because what he was doing was touching her in ways that weren't appropriate. He had not attempted to have sexual intercourse with her, but he was touching her in ways that made her very uncomfortable. And so it was real easy for him to lie about it and explain, Oh, you know, yada, yada. Um, and because I didn't want to believe it was happening, it was easy for me to accept his lies. Um, it came to a head when my daughter realized uh, maybe a week or several weeks after that, that nothing was changing. And we got into this huge argument and she put a knife to her chest and threatened to kill herself. And uh, so at that point I took her to the emergency room. And of course, one of the questions they asked had to deal with sexual abuse and then all of it, you know, basically it blew up from there. I mean, you know, the officials were involved and all kinds of people were now coming to the door and, you know, taking care of things. I'm so excited that you had the good sense to listen to your daughter. And I know she was 12 at the time and Mm -hmm. she is now a grown up woman with an amazing life of her own. So I, I don't want to end our first segment without mentioning there is hope at the end of this story. But but also I want people to understand as they listen in that you really do know what you're talking about and that you've lived the details. So when we, we're going to go to break here in a minute. But before we do, I want to mention that you can find I'm going to put all of Deb's story in hyperlinks, everything, including hyperlinks to her book in uh, my blog this week. That'll come out shortly, and it's called, the blog is Kathy Crafty, K-R-A-F is in Frank, V is in Victor.com. So I don't want you to have a wreck while you're listening in. And then, Deb, would you mind giving your, any place that you would like to be? Because you should know Deb is on many websites because of all the writing she does. So which website would you like for people to find you for this instance? Probably DebraLButterfield.com, and Deborah is D-E-B-R-A. Perfect. So look at so look for that. I'm going to put that in a hyperlink, too, so she'll be easy to find in the blog that comes out. And you can sign up for our weekly blog. We're going to do a two-part series with Deb. She's going to come back. 
After the break, we're going to talk more about how abusers are master manipulators because we want you to know you're not alone and you're not crazy, but there is hope at the end of this. So if you're just finding us because you've discovered something's going on in your home, we want you to stay with us. We're going to talk truth with a Texas twain right here, and we will be back in just a few seconds with more from Deb Butterfield. And so please stay with us. We're, we're, I'm really excited about this. We don't want to miss a moment at Fireside Talk Radio. So stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return. Y'all to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Shimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door. And the next house over is a grocery store. Hi, this is Kathy. As women, we have a lot to ponder, but even the toughest topics are easier when we open up authentically and share our tenderest wisdom with each other. During this break, I want to mention a special way you can help other women. You can sign up for our blog and share it with your friends. Our podcasts are designed to create tools to talk about the toughest topics at home or at work. You can help by going to Kathy Craffy, C-A-T-H-Y-K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward, dot com. We hope you love sharing these conversational adventures as much as we love bringing in experts to tell their stories and share their wisdom. Truth with a Texas twang spoken here. My parents are getting older and I want to be there to help. But sometimes I spend more time taking care of them than my own family. It's starting to put pressure on my marriage, and I feel like I'm ignoring my kids. My parents need help. I need help. My mom wants to stay at home, but she honestly can't handle it on her own anymore. I've been taking care of her, but I just want to be her daughter again. I know mom feels the same way. I'm not sure where to turn. If you're struggling to care for your parents, you're not alone. Home Instead Senior Care can help. With personalized service and a personal touch, our caregivers will help your parents stay in the place they call home. Home Instead Senior Care. To us, it's personal. Thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio, where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. Hey, welcome back. We're talking to Deborah Butterfield, and she you can find her at Deborah D E B R A L. Butterfield, B-U-T-T-E-R-F-I-E-L-D.com. There's no period after L, is there, Deb? No. Okay, so you can find her at Deborah Butterfield.com. And I'm also going to put all this information in a blog, and I'm and you can always sign up for my blog at Kathy Craffy, 
K R C A T H Y K R A F is in Frank V is in Victor E as in Edward.com. I'm easy to find on the internet, even if you can't spell my name. So, uh, here's what I want to say, Deb. You know, one thing I do know about perpetrators of sexual abuse, they are really sneaky people. They, they have an addiction that is, um, they hide really well and they manipulate everybody else. They're master manipulators. And so I think one thing that happens if a mom's listening in, I want her to hear me say this. You're, you're dealing with someone who's a master manipulator and has chosen a child to manipulate because they're easier to manipulate. And so this is not a mom's fault. Tell, tell me more about that, Deb, because I think that's what happens if, if you're not careful and you tell somebody, you share this has happened in your home, next thing you know, the enemy of our souls will be lying to you about where your responsibility is and where it, where it ends and where it begins. So talk to me a little bit about how this can happen in a Christian home and, and what moms need to think about. Well, it can happen in a Christian home because Satan, you know, I mean, he wants to bring the Christians down. Um, and we all have free will. That was one thing that I really hung on to during the whole ordeal and realizing that my husband, even though he had served as a deacon in the church, um, he had a free will and he freely chose to do this. Um, as manipulators, they, they start, you know, they manipulate for a long time before they ever act. And children are more easily controlled. Um, as I looked back on it, I realized, you know, I saw things that he was doing all throughout our marriage um, as manipulation. But that, you know, I see that in hindsight. Um, as far as being blamed, that was, I mean, that was one of the things that the lawyers really hounded me on because mm. um, it just seemed so impossible that the mother would not know. But, you know, you're not around your child 24-7. And you're not expecting this either. This is like the last worst nightmare you would ever conceive in your home. You, it's the last thing you'd ever think of. You feel yeah. guilty for even con- considering it might be an option. Yeah, exactly. Now, there probably are some mothers out there that are aware of it and just don't know how to deal with it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Or... Or they're too afraid to deal with it. And and they are going to have a lot more guilt than the mother who just was completely blind to it all. I think, um, I think it's important for listening friends to know you're a military. I mean, you're a strong woman. And so this is not like, like if you had known it was going on, you would have taken it, the bull by the horns. I know that about you. I just want people to realize that it, this isn't something that happens because you're uh, not paying attention or because you're weak or wimpy. This can happen to strong, godly Christian women who just don't think of something this evil. Exactly. You're exactly right, Kathy. We just don't expect it. And so we don't see it. We don't see the warning signs at all. And our, our hearts are devoted to the person that, the man that we love, we devote ourselves to them. So we're in some ways we are ill prepared to see something this evil 
happening with people that we love so much. It's like the worst nightmare we could even imagine. So I want to read something about free will that you wrote in your book because I love this book and I'm going to say the name of it out loud again. I have it written down the whole thing. Where did, okay, I may need you to say it. I know it's carried by grace, but what's the cut line? A guide for mothers of victims of sexual abuse. Yes, I love this book. And I love the fact that you've written it for mothers. I'm going to call this episode, what I really want to call it is, this can't be happening. But I'm afraid moms won't find it. So I'm going to call it mothers of victims of sexual abuse, probably, just to help people find it. And then we're going to do a second episode, and Deb is going to share her wisdom. And I think what I'm going to call that is when sexual abuse happens in your home with Deb Butterfield. So you can look for both of those on Fireside Talk Radio with Deborah Butterfield, and that'll be your clue when you find it. Um, she writes, she speaks at groups and, uh, she can speak on this topic. I've, I've known her to speak on how to write and what to look for in an editor. In your book, one of the things you did, Deb, was you included an article about how to find a good attorney. And also to know how to know when you had the right counselor and therapist for your family. I thought those were really great things. So let me read your quote, and then you can come back to any of that that you want to talk to talk about. God has given each of us free will, the power to make our own decisions, because he wants us to choose to love and obey him. He doesn't want puppets who love him because we have no choice. I love that theme in your book. I found that to be an on, a recurring theme, and it's also a recurring theme in your life, the respect for other people's choices, even the painful ones. So would you like to talk a little bit about where a mother's responsibilities begin and where they end? Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's, I'm not sure I can answer that question. <laughs> That's a big question. Um, in relation to the topic, I mean – a mother, she needs to protect her child. Yeah. Uh, for, for certain. And, um, oftentimes, you know, see, I don't know the statistics on all of this. Um, my, of course, my husband was immediately arrested, but social services also, I believe, if I remember correctly, they took my daughter out of the home as well. Um, there's so much about that time frame that I can't remember simply because my mind has just blocked it out. But I did during that time, I did everything to help my daughter heal. And that's what was important. My daughter stated more than once that if I had chosen to stay with him, that she would have severed our relationship. I can understand that. So, so I guess in this situation, I mean, it's a mother's responsibility to protect her child and do what she can, but also realize that, you know, their child has a free will, the family member has a free will, um, you have a, the mother has a free will. So it, it, it's definitely a balancing act, but, um, one of the things that you did in your story is you were alert like you really wanted to salvage the marriage and salvage the family, but you you had a little grace period where he was arrested and put in prison. But but in the course of those that time frame, he did not really give you any indication that he had repented. Instead, he kept lying. 
So tell us a little bit about walking through that part of your story. Well, part of the what he had to do while he was in prison was he went through a specific sexual offender program. And that involved taking lie detector tests on a pretty frequent basis and writing letters to both me and my daughter. And when it first started, the first time we went to court, I told my husband, I said, I'm giving you the chance right now. You tell me the truth. And he repeated the three incidences that my daughter had brought to me. Well, when I received that letter from him, um, well, I guess it was four years later because he did, he served four years in prison. He admitted that he'd been doing stuff from the time we started dating. Mm-hmm. And so I realized that he, that he just didn't know how to tell the truth. And his letter didn't indicate to me that he was ever going to be able to tell me the truth. And that was when I realized that the relationship couldn't be salvaged. Now, I want you to think about the thing that you would most like to end this podcast on for hope for anyone that's listening in that is either discovered that their daughter has been molested by someone in the family or somebody like me who has a friend or more than one friend who is going through this situation. And so think about that while I give some of our call stuff. So if you're li- listening in, DebraLButterfield.com is who we've been talking to. And she has a fabulous book, which I recommend for anybody because of what she deals with about forgiveness and handling anger and especially righteous anger. It's called Carried by Grace, A Guide for Mothers of Victims of Sex- Sexual Abuse. And let me just tell you, that is a great book. It's one of the best. It's one of my favorite books I've read this year, and I read so much. But it is a great book for anybody, but particularly for the people that have, you know, need it because of sexual abuse in your home. So you're, you're going to love it if you're in that category, especially. But also, you can go to kathycrafty.com, K-R-A-F-V-E, and, and sign up for a blog and you'll get all of the hyperlinks to every bit of Deb's stuff, including her speaking and any of her editing or any of the business things she does. I, I know her through Cross River Media, who I also love. They're p- publishing our marriage book. So I don't want to forget to give a shout out to Tamara and all those gals, Dee Dee Lake and Tamara Clymer and all my friends at Cross River. Okay. So Deb, what, what's your big, what big thought do you have for people listening in today if they found they're in this situation? That there is hope and that they can get through it. That especially is, when they walk through it with God. I love the way you, really focused on turning to God in your book, Deb. You just did such a great job of putting flesh on what that looks like so we can understand how to live it, not just talk about it, but really live it. And and I love it. I've read your book twice and I cry every time because it touches me so much. So thank you so much for being on the show today. I just love you and I love having you here. You're my dear friend these days and I'm thanking God for you in every respect. So this is Truth with a Texas Twang and Kathy Craffy. You can find more at Fireside Talk Radio or KathyCraffy.com. And we are so grateful you listened in. And don't forget to look for Deb's other episode. Thank 
you for joining us today where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. Thank you for joining us today, and we will see you again next week. Oh, come on. Got in.